Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Of Jesus Christ. I believe the Bible. I follow Jesus, and I'm not ashamed to say so. The answer is not in the next election. The answer is not in Washington, D.C. The answer to America's problems is in the pulpit and the pews of America's churches. That's what we do here daily on Bob Bernie Live. We listen, we think, and then we look at the Word of God, evaluate it, and develop our worldview from God's point of view. The views and opinions expressed are those of the participants and may not be the views or opinions of the staff, management, or advertisers of WRFD. Isn't it strange how that you take two pieces of material, you can take wood, you can take plastic, you can take anything, and you can put them in any configuration until you put them perpendicular to each other and make a cross. The Word of God. Read it. Obey it. That is the answer to America's problems. Call 1-877-BOB-LIVE. Bob Bernie Live. And welcome to Bob Bernie Live. Thank you. Thank you for joining me on this Tuesday afternoon. My telephone number is 877-BOB-LIVE. 877-262-5483. Well, I've debated what to lead with today. By the way, uh, in the 5 o'clock hour, very special guest, Owen Strahan. Uh, he's got a new book out, but that's not the major reason why I've invited him to join me today. Uh, he is a uh, scholar a theologian, an author, and today, in the 5 o'clock hour, we are going to discuss kinism. I would imagine probably most of you have no clue what kinism is. Well, it is a fairly new phenomenon, doctrine, ideology, philosophy, whatever. I've kind of sort of heard the word, but Really, personally, really didn't know what kinism is. Well, we need to know. It's important that we, you, and I uh, understand what kinism is. Uh, if you want to look it up and be prepared for the five o'clock hour, feel free to do so. K I N I S M. Yeah, like kin. Kin is not kin and Barbie. Kin, like your next of kin. Kinism. We'll uh, we'll discuss that in the uh, five o'clock hour. Uh, history was made today in Michigan for the first time in American history. An American president has put himself right smack in the middle of a labor strike. Yeah. And obviously, purely, and I mean purely for 
political reasons. Uh, President Biden joined strikers at a Michigan auto plant today. Uh, He was joined by the president of the UAW, the United Auto Workers. Uh, He was also uh, joined by Democratic Representative Sri Thanadar. I don't know. I'm not sure how to pronounce that. Debbie Dingell, Rashida Tlaib, Michigan Lieutenant Governor Garland Gilchrist. I am surprised the uh, governor of Michigan was not there as well. Uh, Anyway, this is the very first time that a sitting president has joined himself into a labor strike. Now, I say this constantly. The liberal progressive left does not desire unity. They desire discord, division. And and again, as you and I discuss often, economically, the liberal progressive left wants you, if you are middle class, if you're a factory worker, and hey, all of my family, blue collar, my mother worked on an assembly, an aircraft assembly line for over 40 years. My dad was an assembly line worker. My grandmother uh, worked at an aircraft assembly line. That's, hey, that's my background. Uh, my father-in-law, Joy's dad, worked at a steel plant, uh, drove a bus, city bus, school bus. I mean, blue-collar, middle class. Well, the liberal progressive left, and let's just say the Democrats, want people like my family and probably most of your family to feel resentment, bitterness, and anger at people that are making more money than you are. They want you to be angry. They want you to believe that anybody that's making more money than you are are simply greedy people who really don't care. And so a common theme out on the uh, the, the strike lines, the common theme that you will hear from news reporters and so forth, Workers saying, well, look at what the executives are making, and then compare that to us. Look at what the executives are making, and then look what we're making. Think about that just for a moment. I mean, think about that just for a moment. Now, do many executives make probably more than they should? Yeah, probably. Is it excessive? Yeah, probably. That's not the ultimate issue. The ultimate issue among the unions and left-leaning politicians is they are making so many times more than the common labor, the the assembly line worker, and that's just not right. Well, yeah, it is right. Just one way to explain it, all right? Just the aspect of responsibility. Let's say you take a company as big as General Motors. Countless thousands of people working at General Motors. Probably most of them assembly line. Let's say 
that 1,000 of those workers make a terrible mistake of some kind. A thousand of them. A thousand. Not a dozen, not a hundred, but a thousand make some kind of terrible mistake. Will that impact the company? Yeah, probably. Very, very little. It would be very minimal damage if even a thousand of them. Now, let's look at the top executives. What if just three of them make a terrible mistake? Not just a minor mistake, a terrible mistake. How will that impact the company? It could put them out of business. It could destroy the company. And if the company were destroyed by three people at the very top, every single person under them will be impacted negatively. Am I making any kind of sense? The assembly line worker, and again, I have great sympathy. That's my heritage. That's my family. That's my background. I worked on the assembly line. Okay? If they mess up big time, it's not going to really hurt the company. But if those at the top are not doing what's right and performing their responsibilities and their duties, everybody under them are going to be impacted. So in other words, the livelihood of all of those under them are dependent upon their leadership. Should they be paid more? Well, of course they should. Yeah, but Bob is exorbitant. Well, that's one of the dangers of capitalism. Capitalism is an incredibly wonderful economic system. But there is greed in capitalism. And here's the good thing. In time, those things even out. When a company begins to struggle financially, yeah, they begin laying off people down below, but they also start making cuts at the top as well because the company has to make a profit. So this division that is drilled into the head of the rank and file by their unions And in this case, the President of the United States, who, by the way, is a multi-multi-millionaire. How did he become a multi-millionaire? Off the taxpayers. He hasn't had a real job in 40 years. He's been in, quote-unquote, public service. He's been paid by the taxpayers for almost all of his adult life. And he's a multi, multi multi-millionaire. I think it's just incredibly ironic that a multi-multi-millionaire who has become a millionaire, not because of his hard work, but because of his political connections, would be marching in solidarity with factory workers. 
One reason. The next election. It's the only reason. It's not that he cares about the factory workers. He doesn't care about them. But Joe Biden loves to present himself as a champion of the common man. Well, he made history today, and um, I think it's very, very bad history. Let the union and the companies fight it out, duke it out. Let them deal with it. Keep the government out of it. But we are marching closer and closer and closer to socialism, where the government determines everything. All right. My thoughts. Uh, you agree? You disagree? Give me a call. 877-BOB-LIVE. That makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. I say this a lot, and I will continue saying it. The real heroes today are not on the football field. I think I'm not going to say there are no heroes on the football field, but they are very, very few and far between. Incredible athletes that are being rewarded in an incredible way. That doesn't make them a hero. The heroes are not on the baseball diamond, the uh, basketball courts. No, no, they, no, no, they are not heroes. The real heroes well, we've got first responders, we've got police, and there are many heroes in their ranks. Granted, the real heroes are the servants of God who are sacrificing daily for the kingdom of God, for the glory of God, for the kingdom to win people to Jesus, and to simply glorify God in their lives. Most of the real heroes we will not meet We will not even know their name until we get to heaven. And heaven is going to be filled with so many surprises. I don't have time to go into details about the judgment seat of Christ, but that is going to be an incredible surprising time. People that we thought were heroes, their works are going to go up in flames because it was not done for God. It was done for glory. And then people we've never heard of are going to receive reward after reward after reward because they simply did what God called them to do, unknown heroes. But there are some that are well-known. A hero for Joy and I, an old friend, Johnny Erickson Tata. Joy and I have known Johnny for, um, for nearly 50 years now. We, uh, we first met Johnny when Joy and I were in youth work in Wichita, Kansas. Uh, she was in her 20s 
early 20s. We were in our early 20s, and she was just beginning her life in her wheelchair. We had her at a youth camp, spoke at services. And then uh, when Joy and I started the church here in Columbus, uh, we had her here in Columbus twice and uh, has been a good friend for, like I said, uh, almost 50 years. Well, I didn't know this until this morning, but she just was released from the hospital after a 16-day stay. Double pneumonia. Uh, She's a quadriplegic. Uh, She is one of the longest-living quadriplegics in history. And I firmly believe that the reason that God has allowed her to live is because she has just dedicated her entire life to God's glory. Uh, She was in the hospital for 16 days uh, with double pneumonia. And she said, quote, Like many of the people we serve who struggle with constant health challenges, I can say with them, God rescued me. After 16 days in the hospital struggling with double pneumonia, I am home, happy, healing, and resting. Johnny is 73 years old. Um, and then in the interview that she granted after she got home, she uh, talks about her constant and continual struggle with pain. Sometimes we forget she's quadriplegic, and so you would think she has no pain. She does. And she says, I couldn't say that if that pain were happening perchance, or if it were some fluke, or if it was a cosmic roll of the dice— How can I be so confident to speak calmly into my suffering, the confidence in God's Word, were it not for His sovereignty? When I'm in pain, which is often, especially at night, in bed, when I can't sleep, I talk to my pain, and I say, you're not going to make me anxious, pain. You're not going to make me fearful. I'm going to walk into you. I'm going to breathe calm, serenely. I'm going to enter you, pain, as though I were Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego entering the fiery furnace. Yeah, there's a hero. We'll be back. In business, service is everything. Cintas delivers what you need to better serve your customers. Whether it's freshly laundered work apparel, 